Hello, and welcome back to the Grace Downtown podcast. Every September, our community has what we call the Day of Vision and Prayer. It's a day-long event where members and regular attenders at Grace Downtown set aside time for private reflection, discussion, and prayer with their community groups. Uh, We come together in the afternoon for a Thanksgiving service and a celebration of all of the work God has done in our community over the past year. And then we have a potluck meal and have a talk about where we see our community going in the year to come. This week on the podcast, we're bringing you Glenn's opening remarks from that community-wide talk. He's expanding on it a lot more in our current sermon series, Be Renewed Day by Day. So if it's encouraging or interesting to you, which we hope it is, you can find more sermons on this topic further down in our podcast feed. Now, here's Glenn. So, this is um, what we call, right, a day of prayer and a day of vision. And let me say from the beginning that we can't do, we can't do the work we need God to do for us, okay? So when we start off and we talk about our aspirations and desires, it is always with the belief and assumption that God needs to work on our behalf. He is the one that builds the church. Jesus is the one on the forefront of ministry in our city. That's why we start with prayer during the day. That's why we asked you to fast. I was talking with someone just earlier and they uh, had actually thought the fast started. How many of you thought the fast started this morning? Oh, wow. How many of you thought it started last night? Okay. And some of you just don't even know, right? <laughs> well, anyway, he had started his early and just said um, it really was a great time to do the devotion and the fast as well. And whenever I fast, it's, it's just a very um, primal thing, right? You feel a hunger pang, and you go, Jesus, (laughs) right? Now, maybe you say that because you're like, I don't think, I don't know if I'm going to be able to resist going into the refrigerator and ending this fast promptly. Or it makes you think about something else. Maybe it's in your life or about the church. Uh, It's a good sense of neediness that we have. We start that way on purpose so that when we come to this time, We don't do it with any sort of presumption, but we do do it with confidence. We do do it with excitement because what we present here isn't just uh, the elders getting together and thinking one night. It's the product of really the entire year up to this point. You remember we took a church health survey uh, in the spring. We talk to community group leaders. We talk to team leaders. We get input from you, and then the leaders gather together. We pray and think, and then we take more time to gather together. And what we present to you, we feel like, is a representation of that thought. And so I mentioned last Sunday the theme that had um, landed on our hearts and minds, and there was a couple different things, but it felt like the verse that grabbed it was being renewed day by day. 
What does it mean to be renewed day by day? And if you heard the sermon last week, in many ways, that was sort of a theology, a kickoff for how we need to think about renewal. But I wanted to share just a little bit of framework before I ask our various presenters to come up. Um, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, um, but I, I have a corner store around the corner. No surprise. And, um, and typically when I go to the corner store, I go out of my house and then about middle of the street I cut over and then I go down the rest of the street, then I hang a right and I go there. But on my way back, I cross the road and then I go down, I always go down the right side of the street where my house is. That's just what I do. So a couple weeks ago there was some construction on my street and I couldn't get to that right sidewalk. And so I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to go down the left sidewalk. And I went down the left sidewalk. And as I was walking, I looked up and went, I never saw that house before. Oh, well, I guess they painted that house. Oh, I never, you know what I mean? I, just by virtually going the, going the other direction, I saw things that were brand new. Maybe you've had a similar experience when you're driving somewhere or just walking. Just a different perspective, what I'll call Fresh eyes, <laughs> you know, fresh eyes make you see things differently. So we have just celebrated 10 years, and God has done a lot of wonderful things. But, you know, there's no way to be somewhere for a long time and not begin to see the same things. I think it's true about ourselves. I think it's true in marriages. We might see the city in the same way because we just travel in the same pathways. Even at church, you see the same way. This is one of the reasons that I, I'm so grateful for the new people that God brings to our church. I'm very grateful for those of you that have been here and stay. I love that. But for those of you that are new, you bring fresh eyes with you. I will say that uh, when God brought Mike Park, that's one of the things that he brought to me. And I'll say this as an aside, if, if you are here the last month, if you've been here the last uh, six months, we would love to hear what your first impressions were, whether they were positive or negative. Talk to one of the elders, talk to someone on staff, talk to me. I would love to know what you saw. Because the longer you're somewhere, it's harder to get fresh eyes. But I have been feeling if there's one thing that God is leading me to do, and I want to invite you to do it as well, is to look at our community and city and mission in a new way, to be renewed in our vision. Um, I'll give you another illustration. Um, you know, any house that you've been in for a while, especially older homes, um, it, they never stay the same as when you bought them. I, I've had our, our home is now uh, going on 12 years old, and you know, I got to replace the roof, I got to replace the air conditioning. They just don't stay the same, right? Things wear down. Well, when you're living in a city and doing ministry and doing life, you can wear down. I mean, it's, it's hard hoeing. Well, you know, we've chosen to be a church that doesn't just live in a bubble, but we're actually trying to be out here doing work and mission. 
and you get tired and you need renewed. And one of the places you renewed is to, to have new eyes to even see it. And so if our church is a house, I feel like this year we need to go to each house in the room and reimagine what it might look like. I would love you to pray along with me and the elders and the leadership that God would help us to see every part of our ministry with his eyes because God is the one that says, behold, I make all things new. You know, his mercies are new every morning. God has always seen new things in a sense. He's doing new things all the time. Do we see them? Our staff has already started this exercise where we're basically, you know, beginning to look at all the different facets of our ministry and think about it with new eyes. You may have noticed the last couple weeks that down in the lobby there's some people greeting. Have you noticed that? A few of you? Greeting. In fact, uh, you know, I'm sure that's helpful to you if you're brand new, but even we had someone from the church that's been here a long time and said, that was a blessing to me to come in and have someone greet me. Now, in the early years of our church, that was a no-brainer, right? There was an intentionality when you're new somewhere. That was a no-brainer. We just said, that's what we're going to do. But over time, you kind of just get into that thing. You know, everything's running on autopilot. We don't want to be that church. You've heard me say over and over, we never, never want to be a maintenance church. We want to be a mission church, but me just saying that doesn't change anything. You actually have to do the work. And we need to do it together. And here's what I think will happen. Because I know for some of you that have been here a long time, you're like, that sounds really exhausting. I don't want to do Tired. Don't want to do that. Well, there is a place where if you've been laboring hard, I do want you to feel free to take Sabbath and rest. As we look at our volunteer stats, you know, we'll probably tell you more about this, but I don't know if it's a third, a third, a third, Kara, on, but you know, what we have is we got some of you that are, that are uh, serving and you're probably right in the sweet spot. You're serving just as much as you probably should be. You know, you're connected with a community group, you're serving on a team, some of you, are serving like probably too much, and you're tired. Like you're not only in a community, you're on like five different teams, right? And you're thinking, I don't think I can live in this church. We don't want that to be the case. And then there's some of you that aren't connected in serving. And we want to say to you, especially if you're new, we're going to give you a couple months to do that, to, to hang, and then we're going to say, what are you going to do? Because this church was never started with this idea that, you know the old adage that 20% do 80% of the work? That's not the body of Christ. There is no appendix in the body of Christ. Did you get that? I used that one before, if you've been around, okay. Anyway, all right. You see, in medical terms, they really, as far as I know, don't know what the appendix does, right? Okay, all right. Anyway, so thank you very much for that. Thank you for that. So, okay, so we feel that call to that. And here's what I think will happen if we do that. Because I'll tell you, it's happened to me personally. I feel more revived and excited about our mission than I have ever been before. 
Now, when we came in, I was pumped up, but you know, it's sort of that church plant pumped up when you come in and you want to get something going. It's, it's that, you know, rush, that infatuation. Well, 12 years later, that's not going to work. But I feel more excited about our relationships and our community and our city and our place than I've ever been before. And who I give credit to is just God, just renewing me. You renew me. God bless you. You make me feel brand new. <laughs> See, that's when I quote a song. That, sorry, you, you haven't heard that song before? Man! Oh, this is... You know, God bless you, you make me... Anyway, you know, it's a soul song from the 80s. All right, that fell so flat. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time up here. You're like, you're like, if you're renewed, if you're renewed, your jokes are not renewed, Glenn. They are stale. You make me feel brand new, but okay. What I think happens, though, is when we commit to this, here's the surprise. You end up feeling renewed. As you look at the church that way, as you look at the city that way, and our mission, you personally, because God will not leave you hanging, He's not going to basically let you run dry because you've decided to seek him for renewal. So we want to recover fresh eyes, but we want, we realize that doesn't just happen. We need to be equipped for every good work. That's one of the things that Paul says, that we would be equipped for every good work. And so our desire is to see this community equipped so that we might experience renewal. I'm going to give you just a quick one, and then I'm going to invite Mike up. You know, when we started this church, uh, we were 98% single back then. Uh, now we are about 50% single and 50% married, married with kids, even though we've had a lot of families with kids leave this summer, right? Uh, Tom was alluding to that, I think, in, uh, in the testimony time, which, by the way, was such an encouragement, testimony time. But, you know, when we started, most of our ministries kind of just leaned towards single ministry. It's just natural you do that. But somehow you get along the game and you go, wait a second, if we want people to root and stay and, and live in the city for long term and have little kids running around, we have to have new eyes on what this ministry will look like for the long term. So, you know, Mike will be talking a little bit about the family and children's ministry. I don't want you to turn off at that point if you're not married and you don't have kids. Because what he's getting at is a bigger picture of how do we become a holistic community in this city. Another thing, you will see uh, four new faces, not new faces in our community, but new faces on ministry. We now have our uh, cultural intelligence ministry and our faith and calling, which we're reverting back to faith and work, and I'll explain why. We now have lay leaders, you, leading those ministries. Why did we do that? Because I felt like we needed new eyes and new energy. And so you'll see new folk up leading things. All right, I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to hand it over and let him share a little bit. Hey, let me give some advice for you. Yeah. Don't even try to make any jokes.